Wagwan. My name is Angelique Voices and welcome to the Polyglot I'll Stop, a podcast on language, language learning and sociolinguistics from a polyglot point of view. Now you might as well go ahead and do yourself a favor and go to Twitter or Instagram and follow the podcast at polyglotalpod so you can share your thoughts about episodes and get updates as well. For example, if you were following, you would know why there were no new episodes last week and you would know that today's episode is going to be about Jamaican patois. Alright, make we start. There is so much to say about Jamaican Patois, also known as Patois, Jamaican English, Jamaican language, nation language, or just Jamaican. So much to say that I will inevitably not say all there is to be said in this episode. But I encourage you all to look more into it if what you hear today piques your interest, even a little bit. Now, Jamaican Patois formed during the days of the transatlantic slave trade. It evolved from a combination of West African languages spoken by the enslaved Africans brought to Jamaica and British English spoken by the plantation owners and some indentured workers. The debate around whether Jamaican is considered its own language or only a dialect of English continues to this day with a lot of people advocating for the former. Among them was the late Louise Bennett, a Jamaican poet, folklorist, writer and educator. Her formal title was and is the Right Honorable Dr. Louise Bennett Coverley, but many of us just call her Miss Lou. Now, Miss Lou made a point of writing and performing her poems and prose in nation language to add validity to the use of patois in literary work. Now, my favorite poem of hers is the only one that I had to memorize for school as a child. It's called No Little Twang. Little means little, and twang refers to a foreign accent most prominently from the US, the UK, or Canada. In the poem, a mother is lamenting how her son lived abroad in America and returned to Jamaica sounding just as Jamaican as when he left. Here's a little bit. Me glad for see you come back, boy, but Lord, you let me down. Me shame of you so till all of my proudness drop a grung. You mean you got America? And spend six whole months there and come back not a piece better than how you did go, eh? Boy, you no shame. It's so you come? After you tan so long? Not even little language, boy. Not even little twang. And that's all you're gonna get from me. <laughs> so definitely check out the rest of the poem online. It's a good one and easy to follow, I think, even if you don't speak patois. So it's No Little Twang by Louise Bennett. I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can go and read the rest of the poem. Now, this poem gives you an idea of how speaking Jamaican was perceived at that time. Even when I was growing up, I didn't really speak Patois at home because I was taught that it wasn't proper. So now, although I can utter words and phrases as appropriate, I can't really have a full conversation in Patois or anything. In fact, a couple of my cousins have told me I sound fake when I try. Now, this, of course, brings up a lot of complicated feelings for me around my identity as a Jamaican and the unfairness of being taught not to use something that is now perceived as cool and synonymous with my nationality. But we'll leave that for the day that I get on Red Table Talk or something. 
<laughs> For the rest of this episode, I will let other Jamaicans talk. I am so honored and excited, you guys, for you all to hear this episode. Listen, it is so good. I asked some of my friends and family members to record themselves answering a few questions, similar to the AAVE episode. Unlike the AAVE episode, though, they've all recorded themselves speaking both standard English and Jamaican English, with the Jamaican English coming first, of course. So if you don't understand something you hear, just enjoy the experience and then you'll hear the standard English after. You'll be hearing from Chris, Melissa, Vereen, Selena, Kareen, Kerry, Brian, Kristin, Jody, Kadeen, and Kevin. So many K names this time. <laughs> and then I will add my own answers at the end. It should be noted that some of these folks speak Jamaican language and some don't. For those who do, here are the questions I ask them. Number one, where and when do you speak Patois? Number two, how important is Patois to you? Three, do you consider Patois to be its own language or a dialect of English and why? And four, what's your favorite Jamaican saying or proverb, Patois or otherwise? And for those of my guests who don't speak Patois, I ask them, what was it like growing up around Patois and what is your favorite Jamaican saying or proverb? Now, I hope you all enjoy hearing not only these authentic representations of Jamaican Patois, but also my friends' and relatives' perspectives on it and some interesting Jamaican sayings. Some of the sayings have not been explained, so if you hear an expression that you don't understand and you'd like me to explain, let me know at polyglottalpod or you can record your question at speakpipe.com slash the stop. Link in the show notes, of course. All right, over to you, Chris. Yes, young people, blessings. Name Chris. I talk Patois every day. In my house, out of road, especially when I'm angry, it just flowed. I mean, at Patois. But Patois is important to me because it, it identifies me. It's a part of me and a part of my culture. Me consider Patois for me its own language because, you know, if I English, you have a dictionary. And if I, if I, if, if I Patois, you have a dictionary at all. So, in my opinion, Patois. It's all language. Yeah. Next thing now is my favorite Jamaican quote. And I don't want to say one one quote of full basket, apart from that, my favorite on top of all of that. I don't want to say if you can't catch Quaku, you catch him short. Which basically means uh, if people are after you and them can't get you and get the next person close to you, you get me? So I'm in a, in a one nutshell. Peace out. Done. Good evening. My name is Chris. I speak Patois uh, when I'm at home or sometimes when I'm out and about. It just depends on the nature of things. Especially if I'm angry, I'll, I'll speak Patois. I will just literally roll off the tongue. Patois is important to me because it identifies me as a person. Uh, it's also a part of my culture, so I find it very important. Uh, I consider Patois to be its own language. Uh, that's, that's just in my opinion. <clears throat> my favorite Jamaican quote is, if you if you can't catch Kwaku, you catch him shot, which basically means that if someone's after you and they are not able to get a hold of you, then they'll get the next person in line who is close to you. So that's, that's me in a nutshell, done and dusted. Thank you. Hi, my name is Melissa David. So I don't speak Patois, but I did grow up around it. My mother is Jamaican, and she would often speak 
patois whenever she's upset. So I grew up on a completely different island. So hearing my mom's patois from time to time um, was, was different, but it was also normal. It wasn't anything different. So even though it was normal for me to hear my mom's patois, it was maybe not so normal for my friends. So if they heard my mom speaking to me, sometimes it was an instant shock. But after that, they were normal because every island has, you know, its own form of dialect per se. And as long as you know the person's not from here, it just becomes a normal thing to you. My favorite Jamaican proverb is when I would ask my mother, what's for dinner? And she would say, air cake and nothing pudding. That was one of my favorites. The other is Malika Matalawa. And I thought my mom created that line just for me because I'm short. I'm only five feet. But you'd get to realize that all Jamaicans say Malika Matalawa. We come from a small country, but we big. We do big things. You know what I mean? My name is Vereen Shepard. I study history. I come from Jamaica. Number one, if me deal with people who only chat Jamaican language, then me chat that. It come like any other situation where people chat more than one language. So me chatty if it call for. When it call for, me chatty. Number two, important can done, just like any other language. Formal farm, folk farm. Number three, no sir, Jamaican a proper proper language. It organized like any other language and I broke up English. It have grammar structure. If English can derive, we can derive too. Four. Finger never say look ya. It always say look yonder. My name is Vereen Shepherd and I am a historian from Jamaica. Number one. I adjust to the occasion. If I'm with people who only speak the nation language, then I speak the nation language. It is like any other bilingual or multilingual situation. You speak a language when needed. Number two. Very important as an expression of Jamaican culture. And every language has a formal and creole form anyway. Number three. No, it is its own language with its own vocabulary, grammar, sentence structure, meaning of words, and expressiveness. It is not broken English or English dialect. It is derived from English, local origin, and African words. Four. Finger never say look ya. It always say look yanda. Finger never says look here. It says look over there. There should not be an attempt to do a literal translation. It simply means people tend not to take personal responsibility, but are always shifting the blame elsewhere. Hello, my name is Lena. And do I speak Patoa? No, but my dad and stepmother do. However, I didn't grow up with it too much because my birth mother was African-American. So it wasn't really until my dad married my stepmom that I became more accustomed to Patois, because usually I would just hear it whenever we visited Jamaica. Uh, what was it like growing up around Patois? I tend to understand it despite not being able to speak it. <laughs> I personally don't think I have the attitude enough to speak it really, but whenever I visit my stepmother's side of the family, that they speak so quickly it's hard for me to understand what they're saying honestly. Don't tell them that. <laughs> but yeah, generally I can understand it. What's my favorite Jamaican saying or proverb? It's not really a saying or a proverb, so I hope this counts. But I remember growing up hearing my dad and his side of the family telling me to hush when I was sad or crying a lot. But in America, hush means like shut up. So I was like even sadder with them telling me that until one day I confronted him about it. He's like, oh, hush is like very comforting and means like it's okay. <laughs> 
it's not as rude as Americans make it. So that was my funny little language barrier, I guess. <laughs> I remember growing up, but I guess I like hush because it's very cute. <laughs> okay, bye. Well, gone, everybody. My name Karine. My top patwa when I around my friend them and my around people I feel comfortable with are when I am in Jamaica. I feel patwa is important to me because you don't know it's a part of how I relate to people of my culture and it makes me really feel like a part of something, you know what I mean? To me, patwa is a part of it's not a language per se but it is a dialect from when you know the african them come to jamaica and them someday my favorite jamaican proverb is dopino who for frighten which just means that some people know who them can take liberty of with and them not gonna fight back therefore at them people they the bully them will take set pun Hi, my name is Kareen. I speak Patwa when I am at home or when I'm with my friends and I feel comfortable in the environment that I'm in. Patwa is very important to me because it is a part of my culture and it keeps me connected to the people who I am close to. Uh, I think Patwa is its own language and a dialect. Um, of English and African um, just based off of our history of slavery and Jamaica meshing with a lot of other cultures you know our mother is out of many one people my favorite Jamaican saying is who for frightened which just means that um, bullies always know who the most vulnerable people are and they will pick on them first yo wagwan this is Kerry from Little but Talawa, Jamaica. I'm glad my friend asked me to do this, you see. I'm proud of her and her podcast. As long as I don't work, I chat Patwa. When I get story and mix up, Patwa. If I chat to my friend, I'm Oliver Farin, Patwa. Everything, almost everything, is Patwa for me. Patwa important, bad, bad. More time you in a rush, you have to talk patois, you know, because if you try to say it in English, you mean in last. What if I want crisis? You can't run up your mouth and talk in English because people could lay up in an accident and them something there. So patois important, man. Very, 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 very important. I have two answers for this, you know. When I put on my Jamaican hat, I go say it's a language because we want to recognize it as a language for a long time. But when we put on my English teacher hat, me not think it's a language because language have rules. Patwa na no rule. Every day it change. Every day something add or something take off. So it it change up enough enough. It kind of hard to pick just one proverb, you know. But my favorite proverb would have probably be, whatever happening in a darkness must come to light. Because more time people think, say, what them do as wickedness now go come out, but everything what wicked usually come out. Hello there, this is Kerry, all the way from the small but resilient country, Jamaica. I am so glad my friend asked me to do this. I am so proud of her and her podcast. If it's not work-related, I speak Patois. 
if there is sus or news, it's patwa. When I speak with my friends living overseas, it's patwa. Almost everything for me is done in patwa. Patwa is very important. If you are in a rush, speaking English makes no sense. Especially if there is a crisis, there is no time for proper pronunciation, as someone may be in danger. Patois is critical. I have two answers for this. As a Jamaican, I'd say Patois is a language, as we have been trying to recognize it as a language for a long time. But as an English teacher, I don't think it is a language, as languages have rules and patois has no rules. It changes every day with additions and deletions. It changes quite often. It is difficult to choose just one favorite proverb, but it would be whatever is done in secret will be revealed. Some persons assume that there are injustices that are hidden won't be discovered, but injustices eventually come to light. Angel, Brian. All right, here we go. First question. Where or when do you speak Patois? I chat Patois mostly when I'm comfortable around my family and my friend. How important is Patois? Patois is important, man, because I use it for chat to my friend, entertain them, and just chat a whole for foolishness. Yeah, man, Patois is a language because we can talk it and write it. And lastly, the proverb, for a peaceful life, ram goat jumping mama. That, that's my favorite proverb. I speak Patois mostly when I am in a comfortable place or space around friends and family. Patois is very important to me because I use it to entertain and speak casually with my friends. I believe Patois is a language as they are both spoken and written words that are used to communicate. Me name Christine and me chat Patois any part of my day, anywhere I want. Whether I'm there at work, whether I'm at home. When it calls for, I just chat Patois. Sometimes I bring in the English, sometimes it's English appropriate or more appropriate if I'm in a more more professional environment but sometimes when i talk to my staff and they not understand a thing i say i seem to have to just switch it over into the patois because i said them understand me my bosses sometimes though they're chinese them at least them understand and so i just have to work with it it's important to me you know because it's something i will grow with it's something I'm not ashamed of. I think I'm ashamed of it neither because I know for chat English, I know what I say, I know for communicate and so. So it's not like I don't know quote unquote better. Definitely part of it is a dialect. We have plenty words that sound just like the English. So for instance, Gansey. A Gansey is a t shirt, but a Gansey is also referring to a sweater which is from something to do with Guernsey um, but it sounds kind of like the English though um, you have a whole power word with sound just like the English word but we just kind of cut it up yeah <laughs> my favorite Jamaican proverb cockroach no business in a full fight
as simple as that. Hi, I'm Kristen. I tend to use Pato most, well, anywhere really. I can't say, well, perhaps most when I'm with friends, um, but I am one of those who is fine to use Pato in a professional setting where appropriate, um, and appropriate would be where other persons are familiar with the language, where other persons are comfortable with using that language. Otherwise, I tend to switch to standard English. Sometimes I will toggle between the two, between Patois and standard English, especially in a, a professional setting. I find myself now where I work. I work more in a rural area now, and so I find that I tend to use Patois a lot more so that they can understand me. Um, I find when I speak standard English a lot, um, they have difficulty understanding me. So I tend to speak Patois everywhere. How important is Patois to me? Very. Um, I don't believe it is a bad language necessarily. Um, I think it is something that has been passed on for generations. And it's not something to be frowned upon. So it's very important to me as part of our culture. And I don't think Sita is bad. There are appropriate ways to use it. I definitely believe Pato is a dialect of English along with mixes of other African languages um, that were passed on to us. I I know that there are very there are a lot of words that are very similar to um, I'm not sure which language, but a lot a lot of Nigerians, a lot of West Africans generally, and that's where a lot of our, our people are from. Um, but certainly there are a number of mashups, if you want to call it, in Pato that we use, and you realize that they come from English words, actual English words. It's very interesting when you study English, study the language, and see how the, those mashups work. I said this one already, but another one would be Sarf Magadag Magadag Tonronam Baitu. Which means that, you know, as when you're nice to people, sometimes they turn around and bite you. Yo, on everybody. This is Jody. Um I chat pato all the time. So whether I'm there in my yard or when I'm at work, um, when I run my friends there, my family, no matter which part me there, on the road. If I go far in and I realize a boy, somebody uh, might be Jamaican, yeah, the pato come out. Definitely, if I upset or I'm annoyed, yeah, the pato will come out. Pato is important to me just because a part of me, you understand? You can identify me as a Jamaican through pato, you understand? Um, I find it important to me too because... You know, me can express myself better with Pato more than English. To me, Pato is its own language still. You understand? Um, we have our own words in Pato. You have a particular way to say what you want to say. You understand? is more than a dialect to me. For my favorite um, saying still is, Man no dead, no call him doppy. You understand? That means say, yo... Somebody might look low or be at them lowest or whatever, but you can't count them out, you understand?
there's always time, there's always a way to kind of come back, build back yourself and all of that. Yeah. Wagwan, everybody. This is Jody. I speak Patwa all the time, anywhere and everywhere. I speak Patwa at home, at work, when I'm around friends, when I'm around family, when I'm around people I know, people I don't know. Um, if I go abroad and I realize somebody might be Jamaican, definitely the Patwa comes out. Um, Patwa allows me to be more expressive, I think, um, than English. And so definitely if I'm annoyed or, you know, upset, the Patwa will definitely come out. Um, Patwa is extremely important to me because I believe it's a, it's a really significant part of who I am. Um, who I am as a Jamaican, as a Caribbean person. And so um, that significance, I think, um, is part and parcel of why it's important to me. I consider Patwa to be more of a language than a dialect, um, simply because Patwa is not, in my mind at least, not so much a variant of something or a variation of something, but it's a language in an of itself in its own right with its own vocabulary its own intonations you know its own kind of syntax everything my favorite jamaican um saying is man not dead no call him doppy it really means you know it's not over until it's over um don't count a person out um, just because they might be going through a low time, you know, um, we're resilient and we can always bounce back from a situation, you know. Hi, it's Kadeen. I chat to my yard, I chat with my friend, I chat with my family. I don't know if I really chat with my vex per se, but basically anybody who I'm close to, I chat to with. Patwa is very important to me because it's a language where unique to Jamaica. So especially the people who travel enough, when you go anywhere and you find Jamaicans, you know you can kind of figure out who are Jamaican for one of Jamaican based on whether or not they can understand Patwa or they can talk Patwa because every Jamaican can talk Patwa, most people can understand it. And too, yeah, people in Jamaica when I really talk English. So um, when you go to Jamaica and thing, especially the people who travel a lot to Jamaica, like myself here, you know, it's good to talk Patwa because you can grown easy especially with people when i really talk english and then it's it's a it's a celebration of our, our history as far as me concerned because it's a language that was created by an experience that our ancestors went through so basically for me it's like a connection with not just my family and my friend but also my past you know so still in order to answer the question whether or not patwa dialect or language you can have to know what dialect is and what language be so as far as me you know i understand language written and spoken dialect mostly spoken so i guess yeah you could have said patwa dialect but then you can also say um to progress if you want to progress from a dialect to a language you kind of have to get the thing formalized so it's possible so patwa could have be one language still but right now it's a dialect but i mean who knows what the future holds? maybe one day it could be one language my favorite part was saying a one-one cocoa full basket because it represents, you know, coming together 
working towards something because for the one who cook a full basket and I must and I must you are put your coca in the basket every day you know you cannot get help from somebody or you cannot make steps every day if you go towards your dream so that's my favorite saying I speak patwa at home I speak with my family I speak with speak it with my friends so um overall if I am close to the person that's who I would speak patwa with Patwa is very important to me because it represents a connection with our past in terms of um, a celebration of a language that was created by our ancestors. For people like myself who travel a lot and you know we go to different areas where we may come in contact with other Jamaicans, it also helps you know to build um, some level of camaraderie. Also, not everybody in Jamaica speaks English, but most people either speak Patwa or are able to understand Patwa. So, in some um, instances in Jamaica. It's good to speak Patois because you're able to connect with almost anybody that you meet or communicate with anyone, almost everyone that you meet. In order to answer the question about whether or not Patois is a language or it's a dialect, um, we'd have to first look at what defines a language, what defines a dialect. So, um, common terms, a, a language is written as well as spoken dialect is mostly spoken so I guess you could say at this moment in time Patwa is a dialect but who knows maybe in the future um, we will make the decisions to formalize it allow it to be written as well as spoken and it may become a language my favorite Patwa saying is one one coca full basket because it represents um, not only an individual striving towards their dreams but also other people helping that person so in addition to um, celebrating a person's aspiration it also celebrates a sense of community where we're all helping each other to be successful so that's my favorite patwa saying greetings what well going everybody my name is kevin deadwood well i mean i really speak patwa around people when i speak patwa i'm gonna talk patwa with people talk patwa otherwise i'm gonna figure say you, you understand anything what i say patwa important to me man yeah basically the, the keeping alive of it me, me love the patwa language like use it when we can use it sometimes i don't really get much chance for use it because of when we live but yeah man i love it man it's a big it's a big deal it, it forms part of the identity well if patwa is its own language or dialect or anything, well that one is a funny one um <laughs> that one is a funny one really I would consider Patwa more like a language than dialect or English, yeah, man. I know say it have deeper roots and originality to it. So I would call it more like a language. You might want to say, I don't want official language or something like that, but and the history of it and all of them things, I don't fully know, but would I say, would I say Patwa a, a language, man? So I only speak Patwa with fellow um, speakers. Um, th that tends to be the only environment where I would use patwa. Perhaps on my own in anger as well, maybe, but it tends to simply be used around fellow speakers. So yes, patwa is very important to me. I think keeping it alive is is the the main thing that I like about that. Yeah, I personally consider patwa to fit more in the area of being classed as a language, a mother tongue, you know, 
dialect or a watered on version of, the, of English. I'm, I'm not sure about that. I, I think from what I know of the history and some of the roots of some of the words, um, I would I would class it more as a language. I don't know what the official classification would be. My favorite Jamaican saying or proverb, cockroach now have no business in a fall fight. <laughs> I love that one. A cockroach has no business getting involved with two fowls fighting. Yes, you might get hurt. I think it's clear to see that you might want to stay out of some situations or some arguments. What? My name is Angel. I really speak Patois, so now I'm going to switch over to standard English. <laughs> um, so as I already said, I didn't really grow up speaking Patois, but I, of course, grew up around it. And I think Patois itself is important. It is almost, not almost, it is crucial to the linguistic identity of Jamaica. I think it is essential that we preserve it and protect it as, and here's my answer for number three, its own language. Yes, Jamaican Patois, Jamaican English, Jamaican language, nation language is its own language. And I'll tell you why. It has a structure, a grammar structure. It has a written form. It is spoken by millions of people, not just in Jamaica, but around the world as well. And it has its own form. Not only that, it has its own dialects. There are dialects of Jamaican language from one end of Jamaica to the other end of Jamaica. People speak different and all of it is Jamaican. So to me, it is a language. It has a dictionary for crying out loud. How much more official can you get? Let's be real, folks. Jamaican language is a language. And um, my favorite Jamaican saying is every mickle make a muckle. Every mickle make a muckle. Of course, there is no direct translation to this. If I was to try, it would be every mickle makes a muckle. <laughs> but basically, it just means every little bit counts. If you're saving money, if you're trying to get more healthy or more fit, every little bit that you that you go in the right direction will help you. Every little bit counts. Every mickle make a muckle. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. I'm certain you enjoyed today's episode. How could you not? A massive thank you to my friends and family for participating in this episode. Some of them have shared their social media accounts, so definitely check the show notes so you can follow them online. Remember, anyone can become a patron and be awesome, like my patrons, Mike and Ray. Otherwise, you can buy me a coffee if you want. And if you haven't already, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at PolyglottalPod. Comment and share the post with your friends because I know they will enjoy the podcast too, especially today's episode. All links are in the show notes as always. And I'll see you next Monday for our Micro Monday episode of the Polyglottal Stop. Until then, stay safe, walk good, and remember that black lives matter. Happy learning. Yeah.